Hey everybody and welcome to iFreaks, a special episode from Build. Today on our panel we have James Zuber. Hey everybody. And I'm Andrew Madsen. We have two special guests today, Piyush and Ila. Piyush, will you start by introducing yourself? Hi, hi guys. So uh, I'm Piyush. Uh, I am a program manager on the Visual Studio Mobile Center team. And I've been at Microsoft for about, say, nine years now. And I uh, have recently have been working mostly on the mobile set of services that Microsoft provides. And now I'm on this Visual Studio Mobile Center, the new product that we'll talk about today. Thanks. Ila, how about you? Hi, everyone. I'm Ila. I'm also a program manager in the mobile center team at Microsoft. I have been working in Microsoft for over three years now. And in mobile center, I own the SDKs and CLIs for the product. And I'm excited to be on the show with both of you. Well, thanks for coming on. So we actually talked to one of your colleagues, Carl, uh, on, a, on another episode about an overview of Mobile Center. So on this episode, we kind of want to dive a little deeper and talk about some of the stuff that we missed with him um, that, that might be interesting to our listeners and might uh, you know, give them ideas about ways they can use Mobile Center in their, in their own work. Um, you said, Ela, that you own the SDKs and the CLI. Mm-hmm. Will you just go through that quickly? What I'm, I'm particularly curious about all the different SDKs you have. We know that you have an SDK for you know Objective C for native apps, but what else do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Mobile Center, we support a wide variety of platforms, as you already know, right? Like iOS, um, Android, Xamarin, React Native, uh, and uh, we have open source SDKs. Everything is open on GitHub. Uh, the developers can check out the code um, and we support the SDKs in all these various platforms. So if you're writing your iOS application in Objective-C or Swift, uh, Android apps in Java or React Native apps, Xamarin apps, uh, you can definitely integrate our SDKs for analytics, crashes and push module and get started with Mobile Center really soon. One great feature uh, or the cool thing that we have in Mobile Center SDKs are they're all open source. So as I mentioned, you can check out the source, on, uh, source code on GitHub. Uh, they're all modular, so that uh, so that really means that you only integrate the SDKs that you care about. So if you just want to get started with the analytics feature uh, in Mobile Center, you just integrate those SDKs and keep your app size really small. So I mean, yeah, I mean our SDKs uh, are out there. Uh, I would say look at the source code, try it out, and see all the different APIs that we support in there. Does that also mean you accept contributions? Definitely, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Uh, we are actively looking for developer community to uh, contribute to our open source SDKs. Uh, and we are open to taking as much contributions as we can from our uh, developers and uh, take it forward. Cool. So if I want to check out the projects, is it on GitHub? How do I find it? It's on GitHub. Okay. What's the name of the projects? Uh, Mobile Center uh, SDKs iOS. Mobile Center SDK Android. Uh, then we have one .NET SDK and one for React Native. Okay, excellent. And .NET basically covers uh, all Windows platforms going forward, as well as Xamarin. How do you? What what installation methods do you support? I imagine you support NuGet for uh, for .NET, but mm-hmm. on iOS, if you want to use the native iOS SDK. Uh, how can people, I mean, do you support CocoaPods or Carthage? Yeah, so iOS developers can uh, basically download our modules in two ways, either manually by integrating directly in their project or in Coco, or via CocoaPods. So just do a pod install and get started by using our um, SDKs right away. Okay. So and going forward, we also plan to support Carthage. Uh, Carthage as a dependency manager. We don't have it right now, but we do plan to um, add it in the future. Good. I like Carthage. That, that's a good uh, pull request for someone to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah, would you take a pull request on that? Definitely, yeah. Okay. We would love to. 
I've done that for a few projects. Carthage, just added Carthage support. Sometimes it's easy. I imagine with your SDK, it's a little more work because you've got the modular, different modules. Uh -huh. Yeah, we have some customers who have been asking us about Carthage, so it's definitely something that we want to have, we want to provide to our customers. Good. So when you downloaded this with CocoaPods right now, are you getting the source? Or are you downloading a, a library that's already built? How is it? So we are downloading the library from uh, Pods. Okay, so it's already built. Yes. Downloading. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but since like the sources on GitHub, then we we can always like check out what the source is. And I yeah, think yeah. one of the biggest reason was uh, for us to have the source on GitHub was to gain the developer trust, so that they can just check out the code, see what we are um, having the SDKs before integrating it, and that's the biggest reason of having all the source uh, open on GitHub. Especially in the in the mobile space, you are you want to ship a mobile app integrating these SDKs, so you really want to know like what you are shipping, uh, like. Is it secure? Is it safe? Is like the privacy and everything like mm -hmm. uh, working properly? Yeah, I think that's important. If you're collecting user data, which that, I mean, that's kind of what your SDKs are, are are all about, is analytics and crash reporting, which is collecting user data. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know that it's a good idea to do that if you can't be confident that that's being done in a private, and secure way, and you know, there's the ability to give users the chance to opt out and all of that kind of thing. So. For me and for a lot of teams, I think having open source SDKs makes makes it uh, a lot more attractive. Yeah, and one really cool thing is we are aiming at like simple integration for our developers, so that they don't really have to write like multiple lines of code to get started with mobile central services. So with just one line integration, you get started with uh, basically initializing the SDK and um, start collecting all the data for analytics crashes. Everything via one line. So that's the real power and everything out of the box you get without writing much code, just adding one line into your app and get going. And I think you brought up a good uh, the privacy point before. And we have also thought about that in the SDK. So we make sure that if you're integrating the SDK in your mobile app, and if say one of your app users doesn't want their data to be transmitted, you can like with a switch, you can easily disable it only for that user so that their data does not get transmitted. So. You as an app developer gets the full uh, uh, control over like who, whose data I want to send to our backend and whose data I don't want to send to the backend. Like even for crashes, we have a lot of APIs which would help developers basically customize the UI they want to send crashes. So by default, the crashes, if you include the SDK, it will be sent over. But if you're like really concerned about privacy of your users, you can actually um, have more APIs in your code that shows a prompt if they really want to send the data or not. And based on the user input, you can decide if you really want to send the data to a backend or not. So yeah, I mean, uh, we have we do want to provide a lot of control to our developers and users who are using the app. Um, another thing you mentioned you own is the CLI. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, I mean, we talked to Carl but yesterday, but I, I didn't know that you had a CLI. Can you just tell us, well, first of all, for listeners who don't know what a CLI is, it's a command line interface. Um, but can you just tell us what your CLI does, why you provide one, you know, how some users might use that? Mm -hmm. So like one of the main reasons for Mobile Center was to have uh, an open CLI to uh, have a lot of control for power users and automate the scripts using CLI and have public APIs uh, in the product itself. So CLI really, I mean, all and everything that you do in the portal via UI, you can do everything from CLI. So all the Mobile Center services, right from building your app to uh, 
triggering all the automated UI tests using the test service, distributing your application to a group of people and letting them try it out, getting uh, crash reports, uh, and basically uploading the some, some, uh, the files, like the DSIM files for your iOS application. All of these things can be done via CLI. So if you want, you don't even have to go to the portal. Just use Mobile Center CLI, get started, and you can perform the same actions uh, and interact with Mobile Center with CLI itself. And like Ila was mentioning that that, that is one of uh, the main mm. goals of Mobile Center, that is that we are an API first. So we want to ensure that your SDKs, your portals, CLI, and APIs, they are all at par so that our customers can just use any of the services using any of the mechanism that they feel comfortable with. So uh, I, I, I wonder if you know what any of your users are using that for right now. Sealers? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm particular, particularly interested in any kind of like automation or scripting. So right now our test service is totally dependent on CLI. I mean, if you want to trigger a automated UI test in Mobile Center and test out your um, suite on real devices, CLI is the way to go. If you go to the Mobile Center portal and if you uh, want to onboard to the test service, we will provide you one-liner command that actually tells you what you have to trigger in the CLI to get started with triggering all your test trends on the devices. So that is one service that is totally on board on the CLI uh, and users are heavily using it going forward when they are onboarded to the tests. I, I know Mobile Center is set up to be sort of modular. It's this whole integrated service where if you want to, you can use it for CI, for testing, for you know on-device testing with the Xamarin Test Cloud, which is really cool, um, beta testing, deployment, and all of that. But you don't have to use, if, if you don't, if you know, you've already got your own CI service set up, you don't want to switch to using your CI, but you do want Xamarin Test Cloud or crash reporting and beta distribution or something, you can do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically, like that, that was again like one of the principles that we had for the service that we provide all of these set of services for you through Mobile Center. But you're free to choose which one do you want. Like you may already have some analytics and you may only want crashes from uh, from our side. So you can totally do that. So like as Ila was saying that our SDK support that you don't have to like uh, download this gigantic uh, module which has everything. Like you can just get the crashes module in that case. And similarly for the build test distribute service also, uh, you can just start with build or you if you already have a build infrastructure set up, you are totally free to only use our test or just use our service to distribute that finally built app uh, to the users. And to add on to that, uh, you can each like you can use each of the services either individually or if you want tight integration, you can go uh, with it together itself. So we also have integration with build test distribute where you can set up your um, the builds to be distributed to a distribution group right from the build service itself. So it's really up to the developers on how they want to customize their app and how they want to use all different services in Mobile Central. I mean, yeah, yeah that, that's a good point that Ila brought up that uh, like we also want that if you're using the services together, then you get like a great experience and it's not like okay, uh, I mean, I'm using build and test, like if you're using build as distribute together, then we integrate that well so that you can create this kind of a, an automatic continuous deployment kind of a pipeline. So that's like another goal of Mobile Center. Okay, so if I've got my own CI system, say I do a build, maybe some deployment, but I want to run the Xamarin Test Cloud, so I'm actually testing on devices that you host, how would I set that up? Yeah, so uh, you start with, uh, so our test service, uh, so first of all, you need to like create an app, create an account and create an app. 
uh, in mobile center. So that's the first step. So once you have created an application, then you can onboard to any of the services that you uh, want. So specifically in this case, you want to use our test service. So with our with your test service, uh, you start with uh, writing your UI test. So you can use uh, you can create your UI test using any of the popular frameworks that we have support for. So we have like XC UI test for iOS. That's kind of the native and very popular one. We also have support for uh, Calabash, APM, so some of the popular frameworks. So that's your starting point. You start with creating these UI tests. Then you come to our, then then you come to our test service, and then uh, you basically start a new test run. Uh, that new test run, you can provide upload your package, your build package, and then you upload your uh, scripts. Basically, you select like which test framework I have for my test scripts. And then, like as Ela was mentioning, that you download this command line tool to uh, submit those tests to our backend. And once you have submitted those tests to our backend, then our uh, backend will take care of running your tests, uh, uh, like those UI tests for you. So, uh, like you were mentioning that our test service is backed by the Xamarin Test Cloud. So we have like thousands of devices available for you to pick and choose. So you can like select, you come to our mobile center portal, you can select any of the devices in whatever configuration you want. So again, we have like almost 400 plus configurations available for you. So you can say, choose, I want to run my app on uh, X number of say tablets and Y number of phones. So we allow you to do that. So you just select those devices and then you run the test. And then after some time, you get to see the detailed test steps uh, of which one passed, which one failed, uh, what are the different logs, like which step it failed, etc., etc. So it provides you a, like a complete picture without you having to own or maintain any of the devices. So we take care of that for you. What would it take for me to get a tour of the Xamarin Test Cloud? I'm sorry, so then? What would it take for me to get a tour of the building where all the devices are for Xamarin Test Cloud? So if I know correctly, I don't think we have a data center in the U.S. Oh, really? We are planning to build one, if I remember. But I think the data center is not in the United States right now. Oh, well, when you build it, I'm going to call you up. Sure. And you'll take me <laughs> and it, it, it's literally physical devices yep. scattered yes. around a massive building. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I was talking with someone last night who said... There's literally like to test rotation. They have a robot arm which yeah. will actually rotate the physical device. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's not like simulating something in the back end. It's actually rotating it with a robot yeah. arm. Yeah, talking to yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty. I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard it's like pretty amazing, really like cool. how they do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Back more on topic. So you 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 would probably if you're, you you already have sort of your own CI pipeline, but you want to use something like Xamarin Test Cloud, you you'd probably use the CLI to integrate, right? So you you, you could. Because you could run that as a script phase in your current CI at the end of a build, upload to use the CLI mm -hmm. to upload to Test Cloud. Yeah. Can you? Can you? Is there also API to get results back? So that you know, if you want to integrate um, fail, success failure reporting into your CI system, you can get results back from the from the CI from the service. CI. From, yeah, from, from the test service. I, I think we do have. I'm not sure. I mean, I know for sure you can trigger a test, but I'm not sure if you see the results right in the CLI or our dashboard or our mobile center portal is the place for displaying all the test results. So frankly speaking, I'm not sure about okay. this answer. Well, that, yeah, that's something I'd, I'd like to check on. Yeah. Um, another another thing that I'm curious about is is Fastlane support, because I think some, Fastlane is something that a lot of iOS developers are using now for, for all kinds of stuff, um, either in their own CI setups or as the basis for their CI setup, or even just to be able to easily run 
specific build configurations on the command line. Is that something you're supporting or thinking of supporting? So we don't have Fastlane support in Mobile Center right now, but um, like uh, we know a lot of hockey app users earlier are looking for the support in Mobile Center going forward. So we are investigating on how we can support Fastlane in Mobile Center really soon. Okay. It's cool. definitely something that you would want to support uh, because like Ela was saying that a lot of our customers want that. So it should be something that should be coming. Okay. Really so, I mean, that would be really cool. One hindrance that might pop up, like Fastlane is Ruby. Uh, does Microsoft post any like Ruby type applications right now that you're aware of? Not that I know. Okay, I don't know, so. but I, I don't know like if it will be a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's just a new new frontier. I mean, right. we're doing with Linux. We did a podcast dinner last night, and I'm sitting next to a Linux podcasters at a Microsoft yeah. event. So anything can happen now. You know, yeah, it's yeah, world. Happen. I'm not. I'm not too worried about Microsoft being able to figure out how to run Ruby you know, on their server on their servers, right? You know, so okay. I, I just think it would be a great a great feature. So speaking of like running Ruby, what what platforms are supported with the CLI? What cl- what type of clients can we run on? Like Windows, uh, yeah. Mac, if I do a Linux, which wouldn't work really work for iOS, but say Android build. No, I think for CLI right now, we only have support for Windows and Mac. Uh, so those are the two platforms that you can use Mobile Center CLI for. Do, okay. you, do you know any mobile developers that use Linux as their work platform? Well, not iOS, I imagine. Well, I think he's exploring the possibilities. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've even heard of Android people using it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but maybe a back end or that. CI system. I guess so. Um, oh, yeah. I, I know what I wanted to ask you. I, I, You mentioned earlier that you have support for React Native. Um, is that something you're seeing pretty wide adoption, you know, or pretty good adoption of? I'm kind of curious to know what led you to, to support React Native in your SDK. Oh, so we definitely have support for React Native SDKs for analytics and crasher services. Uh, and um, if I remember correctly, not a lot of uh, products out there support React Native. So Mobile Center, I would say, is um, it provides a first-class experience for React Native developers out there. Um, with SDKs, as I mentioned, you can get started with analytics and crash service and collects all your user information and crash reports right away. Um, along with that, we also support build uh, service with React Native apps. So if you are building your applications um, like if you're writing your code in React Native using JavaScript and you want to build, um, that's also a great, like Mobile Center offer a great uh, place for building your, building your React Native apps as well. If you're, if you're building an iOS app, then you can either do it natively or using uh, our Xamarin or React Native platforms. And with React Native platforms, like Ila was mentioning, that we have made it like a full focus uh, for Mobile Center. It's not like something that we are just like doing it as a side project it's like something that mm-hmm. we want to make sure that uh, it has first class support and i don't know like uh, uh, we microsoft also has the service called code push which a lot of uh, react native developers are using today uh, so uh, we think that uh, it, this will be kind of a natural extension for anyone who's using uh, mobile center and so for React Native developers, also a plan going forward is to have the same set of services um, available for those users as well. And as Piyush mentioned, Code Push is already a part of Microsoft, right? So going forward, we are also thinking on how to integrate Code Push into Mobile Center and give um, uh, the developers a way to distribute and their applications using Mobile Center via Code Push. Cool. 
Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with CodePush, but it's a cool technology that uh, allows you or the developers to update the uh, mobile app uh, because React Native is basically JavaScript based. So CodePush allows you to uh, publish updates uh, through our CodePush server onto your app user so that like simple JavaScript related changes can just get updated very fast. And you don't you don't have to go through app, the app store. You don't have to submit an update. To the yeah, app like store. If, if these are for basically like if you you can quickly do some quick bug fixes or UI changes. Right. Apple has policy that you can't add new features Correct. that way, but you can fix bugs. That's cool. Um, so we we decided we're going to do a short show today since we started uh, talking about um, Mobile Center with Carl yesterday. But I wonder if there's anything that you really think we should cover that's sort of deep dive stuff that we haven't gotten into yet. Or do you think do you think we've sort of covered it? I think we've covered everything, but I would just like to call out um, a little thing about Hockey App. Okay. Like Hockey App is a very famous product for iOS and Android developers out there. And Mobile Center is really the next generation of Hockey App. And because we talked about SDKs before, I would like to say that um, the Mobile Center SDKs are... Um, evolved on top of hockey SDKs uh, with an intention of making it more modular, more much better with more richer set of APIs. So if you are already using hockey SDKs in your iOS applications right now, I would highly recommend you to check out Mobile Center SDKs and um, like try to integrate in your app, give them a try, see our source code and share your feedback. Yeah, if you're like, uh, if, if any of the listeners are hockey app or developers who have used hockey app before, so Mobile Center is like the next version of hockey app. And it's the same set of folks, the same team who did Hockey App before is working on Mobile Center. And so that the difference is that we want to make Mobile Center as like the one-stop shop for all your mobile app developer needs. So there were some set of services which were provided by Hockey App. So we have brought them into Mobile Center. And on top of that, we have gotten like all the other services that we talked about, like build, test, uh, analytics, and some of the other services that we have in Mobile Center. That's a good point. I, I used to, before Microsoft bought Hockey App, I would sometimes get questions from friends about what crash reporting service to use or what beta distribution service to use. And without um, naming names, there's a, a another pretty popular crash reporting and analytics service for, for iOS developers that I really don't like and I won't use. And I would always say, don't use that one. Use Hockey App. It's way better. And the people who are working on it really know what they're doing. And so, you know, if you if you already had good feelings about Hockey App, hopefully you have good feelings about Mobile Center because it is it is the same people. We actually talked to Thomas Domkey on a mm-hmm. episode last year, and you know they're really smart, cool people that are committed mm-hmm. committed to what they're doing, committed to the platform. It's not just some it's not just a bunch of people who are kind of dabbling in this or doing it because they think it checks off a box. You know they. A lot, a lot of these people were doing it at Hockey App before they came here, and they're still doing it. So. No, I, I agree. I was a test flight user from from the beta days, so I was always test flight. But when I used Hockey App, I'm like, yeah, this works great. So seeing it continue, yeah. it's, it's very cool to see it still happening and being developed on. And if you're a Hockey App user today, we are also making sure that all your apps and data, it doesn't just get lost in some empty space. We are making sure that that also uh, moves over to Mobile Center so that your transition from Hockey App to Mobile Center is as seamless as possible. Oh, good. It's not like it's kind of disturbing. Like You shouldn't think that, okay, okay, my, uh, Microsoft has come up with this new product, Mobile Center, now I have to change things. Like It's not like that. We are making sure that you get a great experience as you move to Mobile Center. And you should feel that your experience has improved when you move to Mobile Center. And that's what we are aiming for. Good. 
Yeah, so hockey app, I mean, if all the developers out there are using hockey app right now, we would highly advise you to try Mobile Center, see the side-by-side -side experience of hockey app and Mobile Center, and um, uh, look at all the advantages that Mobile Center has over hockey app uh, at the moment. Cool. Well, uh, if you don't think there's anything else we should cover, um, should we get to the mm -hmm. picks? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ela, will you uh, give us your pick? Sure. I love board games. And um, the latest board games that I played some time back was Settlers of Catan. So I would really like all the developers out there to play this game and have fun. Yeah, I really like Settlers too. I actually have the Star Trek Settlers of Catan. Star Trek Catan. Okay. And it's... Uh, it's a spin on Catan, but it's really uh, a lot of fun. Nice. Too. So I second yep. that pick. Piyush, what about you? So, uh, so when I was growing up, I used to read a lot of books, but uh, recently I haven't gotten much chance. However, there was one book that I read uh, maybe like five years back that I would say symbolic, like changed my life, I would say. Uh, so it's called Born to Run. Uh, the, the book is called Born to Run and it uh, kind of... Uh, uh, it's it's a non-fiction. Uh, it takes you through a journey of uh, a set of like trail runners uh, uh, who are out there, and it uh, it's a really great book. So I'm like highly advise all the listeners when they are not working on mobile apps and not working on Visual Studio Mobile Center, then you read the book. Uh, so I am like an avid uh, trail runner now after reading that book, and it's uh, it's, so it's doing, really great. Are you doing like the marathons, like the ultra marathons? Are you doing those things? Actually, I have started doing some ultras. Uh, like the last year, I did like a 50-miler run after uh, after reading. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a gradual progression from uh, like in five years. You have to work up to it. You can't just decide one day yeah. you're going to run 50 miles. You can't just run 100 miles at the drop of a hat. Come on. So that book has like instances of people who do 100-mile runs like fairly regularly. Yeah, I... I, I knew it well my wife actually knew a guy who ran I think I think he one time did a 120 mile yeah. ultra marathon oh man I can't imagine but he did it <laughs> alright well we really appreciate you coming on and talking to us a little bit more about Mobile Center uh, we'll have links in the show notes for some of the stuff we've talked about like the SDKs and the, and the portal and places that you can check check out Mobile Center if you want to know more uh, we'll see everybody next week alright bye bye thanks. thank you Bye. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.